of the readings today challenge us how we look at Christianity and how we look at faith. My brothers and sisters, our faith as Christians teaches us how to be disciples of Christ and invite us to become more Christ-like each day so that we can imitate his death and his resurrection, the dying of ourselves, so that we can rise, transform, and become more each day like Christ, dying to our old humanity, our, love, our way of life, our sinfulness, and all the things that hold us back, so that we can rise again and become more Christ-like each day. Christ, according to uh, Archbishop Futenshin, and I would like to quote him again this Sunday, he said, Christianity, unlike any other religion in the world, begins with catastrophe and defeat. Sunshine religions and psychological inspiration collapse in calamity and wither in adversity. But the life of the founder of Christianity, having begun with the cross, ends with the empty tomb and victory to the resurrection. My brothers and sisters, we live in a life that is imperfect, that even with the best intentions, we still uh, have to deal with uh, imperfections, with hurts, with suffering, with pains, and with all the tensions that exist. And Christ teaches us that we're not here to somehow escape and build a comfortable kingdom uh, and isolate ourselves from the world. As a matter of fact, Vatican II in its uh, uh, doctrinal constitution regarding the church and the world asks us to be in the world, but not of the world. Especially for you as lay people, Huh? The church invites you to use your own particular skill, professional, and gifts in order to sanctify your workplace, your relationship, your family, your society, and uh, uh, with the people around you. My brothers and sisters, we are the people of the resurrection. But before we reach the resurrection, we must meet the cross. The cross uh, isn't something we need to avoid or to look at it shamefully. The cross is the cross of Christ that we get to carry and embrace, not by ourselves, but Christ who carry it with us. And that's why St. Paul said in the, the second reading today that uh, uh, Christ crucified huh, on the cross, a shameful death, huh? a humbling death, huh? a, 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 a painful and torturous death. It's a, t- a stumbling block to many. But those who are called, those who have faith, hmm? this is where we learn the wisdom of God. Christ seems to be a fool to the people who grasp onto power, grasp onto control, grasp onto the things of this world. Because why would someone die for others? Why would someone give his life for others? Why would someone go to that extent in loving others? In a world where hedonism, where consumerism, where, where we uh, are stuck into this rat race, we become objectified to use or to be used. But Christ teaches us, that we are not of this world, even though we are in this world. 
We have a duty, we have a vocation to sanctify this world by how we live with the faith in Christ Jesus. The faith of the one who loved us unto the end, who gave us his very life at expiation for our sins, the life of Christ. We, be, we are asked to become foolish in the eyes of the world so that we can become wiser in the eyes of God. Because St. Paul said clearly, the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Christ died, but he rose again. So we must die to ourselves so that we can live a resurrected, a free, and a life that truly belongs to Christ Jesus. My brothers and sisters, are we the people of the resurrection? Or are we a people of hopelessness, of despair, and of this world? Have we died to ourselves and nailed our sins on the, the cross so that we can rise again with Christ? Or are we still holding on to the misery, the pitiful, and uh, the shallow, temporary, and passing realities of this world? My brothers and sisters, we might not be rich, we might not be powerful, we might not be influential, we might not be uh, prestigious in the eyes of the world, but we know who we are. We belong to Him. We are the resurrection people. We are His disciples. We are Christians. My brothers and sisters, Christ did not have to come to die for us. But He chose our obedience to the will of the Father and our this out, outpouring, huh? everlasting, eternal, life-giving love that He became one of us, to live like us in all things but sin and die that expiation for our sin so that we can learn in Him, the Son of God, how to be sons and daughters of God, our Heavenly Father, through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, no longer be enslaved to this world and the things of this world, but to be free in Him. So are you and I are free in Christ, or are we uh, still locked up in our own little pitiful uh, uh egocentric world. My brothers and sisters, go back to what I said about uh, uh, what Archbishop Futensheen said. Christianity, unlike any other religion in the world, begins with catastrophe and defeat. While sunshine, religion, and psychological inspiration collapse in calamity and wither in adversity, the life in Christ, begun with the cross, ends with the empty tomb and victory. Hmm. We tend to think that we can solve everything with mental health, with, uh, with everything as, as long as we try enough or do enough or uh, seek ourselves enough. But yet, at the end of the day, when we depend too much on ourselves and our own ability, we can only do so much because we're all limited. We are happy have our breaking point. We're all human beings. We're all finite. We're all mortals. And this is when we have to recognize that there's a deeper yearning, huh? a deeper, uh, 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 our humanity and all its brokenness yearn to be loved by the infinite God. 
And only God can heal us deep from within. Not some mental health, not some uh, uh, psychological enlightenment, not some new age stuff. But it's falling in love with Christ and allowing Him to teach us what it means to love, even when it hurt, even when things don't work out, and even when things fall apart. The life of Christ includes the cross, but the cross is not the definitive end, it's the resurrection. At times too, we have to endure the cross. We have to embrace the cross. We have to carry the cross. But the cross help us to be united and become more Christ-like each day so that we become wiser uh, uh, and stronger in the things of God so that God purify us, sanctified us, and transform us deep from within so that we can become more Christ-like each day through the power and working of the Holy Spirit, knowing who we are as beloved sons and daughters of God. I'll end my homily today with an example that God have used to strengthen my own faith when I first became a priest. I have known Mother Teresa's sisters and their work in Vietnam since 2010. But when I came back to Vietnam uh, in 2013 to visit and live with the sisters to care for the poor, I would ask to visit the elderly destitute uh, at some of the houses that the sisters uh, take care of. And uh, these are people that uh, didn't have any home. They didn't have any family because they were either widows or uh, 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 single people or uh, some circumstances that they were just living out in the street or living in uh, very extreme poverty. The sisters simply take them back to their home, take care of them, love them. They don't care if they are Christians or not. The sisters just love them and care for them. The sisters never ask them to become Christians. The sisters just love them with the love of Christ. And as I was going around and visiting people and talking to some of the elderly destitute, many were really confined on a bed, bedridden, and uh, with severe handicap and things like that. One woman approached me uh, or called me over, said, Father, Ja, Ja, which means Father in Vietnamese. Come over here. I would like to tell you something. And she shared with me that, Father, I'm a very poor woman. I have nothing in this world, but I now have the greatest thing, and I'm the richest now that I get to be called a child of God. At that moment, I cried. I cried because she taught me so much faith with that one simple exchange. I have nothing in this world, but I now know that I am one of the richest that I am a child of God. My brothers and sisters, are you proud to be a child of God? Are, are you and I recognize that? Are, are we willing to die to ourselves to become uh, 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 less of this world? 
to be and become more Christ-like? Are we proud to be children of God, the people of the cross and, res and of the resurrection? We might not be influential, powerful, prestigious, or uh, recognized by other people, but we are children of God, and perhaps that's enough. Christ has taught us what it means to love, and that's why he's a stumbling block to many. But those who know him, those who love him, have recognized the wisdom of God, that God is enough, and, and we are his children, and we have eternal life in him. I pray we recognize that and allow that to be our peace.